You're listening to the Coach and Joe podcast, conversations on friendship with God. The last podcast we did, um, we got into it a little bit, but but I want to talk about a Kairos that you and I talked about. This happened with you personally. I brought a mug. You brought wanted a mug. To fit in. You, it's not, empty. There's nothing. <laughs> I just wanted to fit in. Okay, well, here, I want you to talk about the Kairos that you had yesterday sitting in my car when we were talking. You have to remind me. Are you kidding me? No. I've teed you. No. You don't remember this? No, but I will once when you, you When Jesus told you that you were pursuing him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sharing that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually talked to the Descent students about this today. Um, is I think we, we have so many hidden marriages in our lives that are like fear masquerading as wisdom, etc. And we get celebrated in a lot of things oh, and celebrate ourselves in a lot of things that are really... They're, they're really gross. But, but nobody's going to know. Like, only we can know and Jesus can show us, right? So it's easy to celebrate other people and their brokenness. For example, what, why is this funny? You're talking so about close to me. Celebrating people's brokenness. I can smell the tanning oil. Stop. <laughs> Leave this man alone. So we, oh, where are we going? Yeah, so I was We're talking about. I was Jabez. actually editing a podcast. Probably. I'm talking about Jabez. I was editing a podcast, and I Chad says, um, he says, I... I don't chase the supernatural or even hearing the Lord's voice. It chases me because I want to hear his voice, not because of any other reason. I want to hear him because I like him. And it, I realized it was like a spirit of my soul. I realized in that moment, and I'd heard that before. I, I filmed it originally, so I've heard it two or three times mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit just broke through and stabbed me. He was like, hey, by the way, you only want to hear my voice because if I can hear his voice, I can guarantee that I'm being obedient. And if I can guarantee him being obedient, then he has promises that he wants to give me. Oh, geez. If I have this promises he wants to give me, then as a, like, I always talk about this, as a seven on the Enneagram, really, I just pursue fun and adventure. And that's really, I just want to be content. And I just want to have fun and never be bored and never be, have pain. It's just my, it's just who I am on the inside. And so I use hearing the voice of the Lord for control, not intimacy. Oh, gosh. It's incredible because we're, we're wow. charismatics, right? That's where we are on the scale, if you want to call us that. We're all about hearing the voice of the Lord, hearing the voice of the Lord, doing what he says. But oh my gosh, I've been doing it not because I want him, but because I want what he gives. And that's control. And I was just shocked in that moment. And I realized as as soon as I start pursuing him to hear his voice because I like him, because I love him, because I want more of him, not more of what he can offer me in this world, then I'm probably going to start hearing him more. Here's the deal. What you're... You're talking about Psalm 139. This is a prayer that David, he amazes me because David did not have the covenant that we have. Yet he his prayer That's crazy. His prayers spoke to a person that has a deep intimacy. Like God lived inside of him and God did not. It's the craziest thing. But he prayed in Psalm 139 a prayer that that I think that we all should. It's search me, O God, and know my heart. Yeah. Test me. Basically, he he was inviting he was inviting God to reveal the the inner motive. Yeah, and this is this is something I want to talk about because is it in First John where it talks about the deceitfulness of our heart? I, okay, let me let me pull, let me pull it up before we get into it. But I believe it's in First John um, that even even when we're born again, you guys, we can be blinded to to motives that we don't know we have, which is yeah. why any way of pursuing God or the things of God. Or to know God outside of just intimacy with him, we're so easily led astray. 
Nothing else, and nothing yeah. else is worth it. Like, it always everything that's not him ends in death or every time. Every time. Every, every time. S- even the pursuit of community. So Michael, you're highly it's weird. You, and I don't even know if I like saying it. You're highly prophetic, which ultimately just means you have a relationship with God and you can hear his voice. Mm-hmm. I think we can even put stamps on people. You intimate with God, and I believe because you're intimate with him, you can hear him. Yeah. That's an area of prophecy specifically that I've seen a ton of this. I mean, for me, when I first pursued the person of Holy Spirit, it was for the sake of getting a cool word for someone. Yeah. It was for the sake of the ministry opportunity more than it was for the sake of intimacy with God. And so here's what we're talking about. We're not talking about evil things, but we are talking about where things are originating internally. And so, Micah, for you, like, first of all, what's burning on you in this conversation? Because I can just sense that you've got yeah. you've got a lot. The, the I think the practical step in this is that since it's on that whiteboard practical i did it i did it we've got a whiteboard that helps us remember to do things like oh we forgot to mention the email but practical steps we get the email help people move forward chris king you're in charge of the email (laughs) so the practical step in this is or the question even is why don't we do that psalm 139 this last two verses in psalm 139 why don't we ask God that question? Uh, we don't even ask our spouses that question or our, wow. our friends that question because at the heart of it, we are terrified of the judgment of people and even the judgment of God. We, we, we feel like he would be angry or somehow we can hide from him like Adam and Eve did in the garden with the fig leaves. And so the thing that released me to take some steps in what you're, you guys are talking about is realizing that God relates to me in the context of mercy. And the Bible That's actually good. says that he delights in mercy. Yeah. And so if I'm relating to a merciful God, then I can be completely naked and open to him because I know that he's not just trying to fix me, but he loves me and he wants to give me space to grow. That's and really so denial is not going to help me grow. And I, I tell him all the time, uh, show me now, shock me now. Don't shock me later. I don't want to get to heaven and realize oh, I was gosh, thinking man. something my whole life. And so I actually tell God, shock me I'm taking this that. I'm life. taking that for my own life, that prayer. And uh, I probably took it from someone else. It's just the reality of like, I, I, have to, I have to be aware and open to a God who's that good that I really want his input on everything. And it saved my spiritual and I think literal life several times. Um, so it's a, it's a great, great place to, to be. That's amazing. And by the way, this is Brian Fanning. He's the producer of the show. Um, I'm so thankful you're here. What what did you just pull out? Well, I'm 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 feeling like like it's easy to condemn yourself for for feeling these things. Yeah. Like like he just said, he's he's helping us move away from that. Because yeah, for one, these are blind spots. Mostly when the Lord reveals these kinds of things, like I didn't know yesterday, and only He could have revealed that to me. But the thing is, like. Even in our immaturities and even in our celebration of people's brokenness, like I say, this is audacious, but a lot of, I think mega pastors have this beautiful gifting, but they're actually using this one man show type of deal to gather the multitudes because of their own brokenness, right? They might not even know it, but a lot of them, I'm not saying everybody by any means, but a lot of pastors, um, they're performers and they want, they get value from that. And so, but we actually say, you're doing so many good things for God. We're actually cheering them in their brokenness. No, Jesus. But that is a step towards, and this is what I'm about to read. This is a step towards him. Like it's not, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. I can't just 
say, okay, Jesus, I'm going to follow you. First time ever. Don't let me have any blind spots. That's just not how growth works. No. So this is so interesting. This is, th- there's reward and you do a lot of it for the reward. I was doing it for reward, but he's saying it's time to move out of reward and time to move towards intimacy. That's right. Okay. So this is David in First Samuel 17. It says, now the Israelites had been saying, do you see how this man keeps coming out? He comes out, they're talking about Goliath. He comes out to defy Israel, the king, the, defy Israel. The king will give great wealth to the man who kills him. He will also, here's the caveat. He will also give him his daughter in marriage and will exempt his family oh, wow. from taxes in Israel. Okay, kind of a big deal. David, I like to I like to imagine he raises his eyebrows a bit and is like, oh yeah? Oh, okay. David asked the men standing near him, what will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of God? They repeated to him what they had been saying. Basically, again, the reward. So I'm not, you know, I don't want to start new theology, but I'm suggesting that maybe part of his motive wasn't just his intimacy with God, but he also was like, I'm going to marry the king's daughter and not have taxes. So like, they're all part of a journey towards God, but you just have to constantly be asking, what are my blind spots? And when he tells you, and then you don't go after it, that's when you're in big trouble. Here's what it says in Hebrews eleven six. That's so good, Fannin. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So, reward. so reward's not evil. Reward's a thing. But if reward outside of intimacy is your pursuit, you won't finish well. Yeah, and that was me yeah. yesterday. Well, I'm still is. I'm working through it. <laughs> Even that verse, it's, it's, it shows priority. You must believe that he is. Oh, good. That's it good. stands outside of the reward so as the main he even told Abraham, I am your exceedingly great reward. Great reward. Wow. Even wow. though he was about to bless and had blessed Abraham um, in his spiritual heritage and literal, the, I mean, the Messiah is going to come through his bloodline. That's a huge reward. But it's amazing how the sneak out. <laughs> now I have two mugs. It's amazing how <laughs> you get rewarded by God, but he is the reward. He, everything good comes from he invented good so he invented pleasure he invented fun and i mean he's the best it's funny you pick that up because holy spirit spoke to me say this is reward this this what this mug oh yeah for people that can't see us this mug that i'm holding is a reward mug okay it can contain it it can nourish you with reward i wish this mug was eight million times bigger because this is the intimacy mug both both add to you both are of god i believe one takes precedent and it's knowing him in intimacy yeah michael why don't you just pray bless whatever comes on your heart rebuke (laughs) cast judgment (laughs) yes cast judgment (laughs) Um, yeah let's pray father we just thank you for everyone who's listening we know that whether it's someone that just needed to laugh with us um whether it's somebody that has really been struggling with just not being known by people, not being known by God. I just ask that you would reveal your merciful heart as a shepherd that wants to lead us out of the things that trap us, out of motives that don't line up with the kingdom's value system and the king's value system and into that way of life. I just bless everyone listening, everyone watching, to be released into being led by the Holy Spirit into the way of life everlasting into abundant life in Jesus name. You've been listening to Coach and Joe. 
For more information and additional content, please visit bridgewaynetwork.org.